Welcome to the Inner Stoke Podcast. My name is Shane. This is my podcast. Told you guys I would be back every week, and that's what we're freaking doing, man. We're staying stupid. Levels are off the chart. My dogs are probably going to come think something's wrong right now, but we're good. (laughs) I just got done recording this episode about resilience, and um... Yeah, just basically how to stop standing in place and how to move forward. I'm just basically talking about my experiences and stuff like that. And Hopefully this sets you guys on a path of being more resilient. And, you know, hopefully you're not on that victim mentality that's going around lately. It's pretty contagious. Um, you know, that's for another conversation. Life's been good to me. Life's been good to my dogs. They're healthy. Um, really excited for the future. I mean, I should be focusing on the now. So, but yeah, I'm excited for now (laughs) and what's going on. Just getting my van together. Um, have some more things that I'm getting together that I'll be talking about. And, um. Yeah, all around, just stoke levels are high. We are in Bend, Oregon still. And uh, we're probably going to be here for a while. So I'm going to be cranking out some more episodes next week. So tune in for those. Uh, Yeah, let's dive into it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And thank you so much for listening. So my week has been very interesting. (laughs) Um, Today is Tuesday. And last Wednesday, I decided to take a vacation that I really didn't deserve. Because I've been on vacation for, we're going on nine months now. And I don't know why I just couldn't continue what I'm doing and stay focused. I guess it's because I finished my van and um, my birthday was a few weeks ago and I didn't do anything for it and I guess I just like thought I owed it to myself so got on to 97 started heading south and destination was Lake Tahoe from Lake Tahoe I was gonna go to Mammoth Um, I just wanted to be in some water and some really nice weather and get some sun Bend is very cool. I like Bend. Not cool outside. Bend is dry and like has the weirdest temperatures ever. Like later in the day is when it gets really hot here. Like 2, 3 o'clock. And then nights get really cold. And... I don't know, the weather is just all over the place in Bend, but basically I just wanted to be in California sunshine and in a crystal clear California lake um, like I've always dreamed of. I guess I might not get to experience it this season, but anyway, um, to make a long story short, I broke down pretty much and needed a new alternator and new battery and keep continuing to break down (laughs) um nothing's wrong with 
the van like the engine um i decided to change the alternator myself so i believe i may have made an error or something else is going on also that i don't necessarily know how to diagnose um i was a technician for like 12 years working on hot tubs so like jet pumps circulator pumps um heaters um you know iq boards you know electrical like 110 220 i know how to work with um i've never worked with dc before so this is all new to me in solar systems but um yeah so i'm not like a slouch when it comes to pulling out a part or pulling out a pump or pulling something out and replacing it like i know how to do it i know how to you know take things apart and put them back together it's just something that i've always been good at i was always taking apart my rollerblade wheels cleaning the bearings taking apart skateboards cleaning them like you know it's just what i enjoyed doing as a kid so this just kind of comes natural to me but yeah so either i made an error which i don't think i did I took everything apart today again. I cleaned everything. I cleaned all the connections. Um, so I think it could possibly be something else that it's tied to. It seems to be happening when I have my air conditioner on. But anyway, so I'm kind of like <laughs> on eggshells now because I don't know if it's going to happen again. Like I have things to do and it's like, is my car going to break down today? Or is my van going to break down today? It's like such a pain but that's honestly the reality of van life and it's just something you have to get over i already have been through similar situations so i know how to you know deal with them and i know what to do and um that's kind of that's kind of what i'm going to talk about today i'm going to talk about resilience and um how to keep moving forward during challenging opportunities. <laughs> um, yeah, I know nowadays um, the victim mentality is extremely popular. Um, people wear it like a badge of honor, honestly. It's like, poor me. My, my problem. This happened to me. And like... I understand it so much because I did it for 10 freaking years and it took me realizing that I'm literally just treading water in the same spot. I'm not swimming. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere in life. I'm literally standing still, you know, like your story and things that happen to you are important but eventually, the goal is to let those go. Because when you let those go, you create room for growth. I hope that makes sense. <clears throat> when you're constantly thinking about the same thing, constantly talking about the same thing, your world revolves around the same thing. You're not thinking about other things. You're not growing in other areas. You're not experiencing other things. Your body chemistry is different. And I know this from experience. I know what, you know, like post-traumatic stress. Like, 
Um, that, that is thrown out a lot these days. And, you know, um, I'm not like saying, I'm not trying to like take credit away from everybody, but like post-traumatic stress is a very real thing. And it's like the reaction you would get with somebody coming at you with a gun that you know, say that happened to you, somebody came at you with a gun. That reaction you get, that chemical chemical reaction you get, basically anything can trigger that and that continues. So you could be having a nightmare or you could hear a noise and that same exact chemical reaction will get triggered. So... Being able to function with that and being able to control that is a challenge all in itself. And, you know, ultimately that's one of the things that led me to meditation and, you know, all that stuff. A giant moth that just came in here and he's going absolutely nuts. I'm going to see if I can save this dude. Get him out of here nice and safe. You know, everyone's happy. Oh, he's on my hat. Perfect. Get out of here. Don't come back. I don't like kicking people out, but... Oh, oh, he's back. I don't even care. (laughs) I don't even care. But... So... A few things um, that I've dealt with in my life where I've had to, where I've had to tap into myself and be resilient. Um, you know, things that kept me in place for a while, but eventually I was able to push through them and, you know... One, obviously, being my divorce, or not my divorce, but my parents' divorce. Um, I've talked about it in previous episodes. Started when I was 12, got moved around back and forth from state to state. But I can, I used to look at it as I was mad. I was mad I was taken away from my friends. I was mad I was taken from the school, from, you know, what I was familiar with. And I had to experience, you know, this whole new thing that I didn't necessarily want to. But now that I'm older, I really appreciate it because making friends is not scary to me. It's not scary to me to talk to a stranger somewhere and, you know, potentially become friends with them. Um, I know some people that's just, you know, out of the ordinary to them. Some, some people don't have, you know, that confidence and stuff in them. Like they have to rely on, friends that they've known their entire lives to be friends with because going out and making a new best friend is just completely impossible to them and like it's not it's really not 
if you're tired of your friends, just you got to you got to do some changing first. You got to change your, you know, your vibration and all that stuff. Um you can't just, you know, go out somewhere else because like all your, you know, whatever it is is going to follow you. Whatever it is you want to be, you can be. You just have to tap into that vibration. Like if you're hanging out with people that are always negative, that are always talking about you know, like stupid freaking politics and just being naggers and <laughs> I should, probably, should, probably shouldn't say that word anymore, naggers, after South Park. <laughs> but people who nag. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't have to hang out with those people. You don't have to have that negative energy. You can go hang out with other people who are talking about positive things, you know, that was one of the things I loved about being in Encinitas. It's, I was surrounded by people who want to make a career on social media. So it's like everybody was supporting each other. Everybody was pushing each other. Everybody was making content. So it inspired you to make content and inspired you to step it up. And yeah (laughs) so if you're tired of your friends and you want to make new friends just take a chance you know find somewhere if you you know find somewhere to go like say you want to get into indoor rock climbing well book some lessons start going to indoor rock climbing go by yourself you know know, just throwing out some suggestions there (laughs) but um yeah, another um, time I experienced resilience in my life was um, Hurricane Sandy. I think that was 2012. And um, this moth is going crazy. Okay, he just landed. I'll get him out soon once he takes a chill pill. But yeah, Hurricane Sandy hit and I was 23? Yeah, 23 at the time. And I was living at my father's house. Long Beach Island, New Jersey. And we have flooding all the time. Like, it's a normal thing. Like, there's pictures of me as a kid, like, floating on the table and stuff in the backyards. Like, flooding is... If I come home and there's a foot of water in front of my house, it is... It's not a surprise to me at all. Like, it's completely normal where I live. So... When Hurricane Sandy was coming, I wasn't going to leave because I always stayed for anything like tropical storms, hurricanes. I've always stayed like it's just was never that bad, but it was flooding a certain part of the day that it normally wasn't. And I was like, okay, it's going to get deep because, you know, the storm was still coming and it was like almost like the perfect storm. But needless to say, it did get deep and it flooded my house. So... The whole bottom story, first story of my house had to be gutted. My room was on the second story, so all my stuff was okay. You know, all my belongings and stuff. We lost a lot of, we lost furniture and everything, but we lost a lot of like, like sentimental pictures and stuff from like my childhood and everything. We had to like try to dry things out, but kind of a bummer, but it's like 
what are we going to do with boxes full of photos? Like, it's cool to go through them every now and then, but, like, you know, it's, like, they're not really that important. Um, you know, I'm not going to sit around and look at my old photos. Like, <laughs> But <clears throat> the biggest part of that was not being able to go home. Now, just picture where you're at, your home, where you're sleeping, your bed and everything. And now just imagine someone just said you're, you can't sleep here anymore. Grab what you can and let's go. And then I slept on a couch for like the next week and a half until me and my sister um, rented a house together. And um, that was just like losing your home and not being able to go home and just feeling out of place, not having that special place to go to. You know, everybody's got their place that they're always either sitting at or, you know. Mine is in my van now. And it's like not being able to go back to that is a really shitty feeling. And it sucks. You know, it was heartbreaking. You know, all the furniture, everything that I grew up with destroyed. My home destroyed. That's why I moved to the mainland and bought a house up on an elevated area. <laughs> so it wouldn't have happened to me. <laughs> My dad, you know, watching people deal with the effects of it and the, and the stress. And, like, I've talked to a counselor about it and, like the people that were coming in for counseling sessions they were like people were just completely devastated they lost their homes they lost everything that they've owned and some people didn't recover as well as others thankfully you know my family is very fortunate we were able to rebuild the bottom story and but some people weren't you know some people had to sell their house as is some people you know bankrupt some people got screwed over by builders too my friend did yeah some dude screwed over a bunch of different people and then took out took off to puerto rico was, he got the shit beat out of him though like really bad by a couple of people that he screwed over like they took turns on this dude i'm from new jersey so <laughs> Yeah. But like back to resilience and um it's just people letting unfortunate circumstances define their living and who and who they are and where they grow. And they it's something that happens to them. And then they almost... Oh, we almost, you know. We almost just just take it all in. Like... Like we assume responsibility for it and we carry it. When... That's not necessarily what it may be intended to do. I believe there's reasoning behind everything that happens. Everything 
legitimately happens for a reason. That sounds cliche as, as hell, but everything happens for a reason. And if you just pay attention to certain things, you'll start to notice that. You know, like, not, not losing what you have to what you've lost. Not losing yourself to what happened to you. Not taking responsibility for that. Like, I wore my car accident for 10 years. I was fresh out of freaking high school. I had my entire life ahead of me. And it was just snatched from me like that. And I played the why me. But you know what? Suffering is part of human existence. It's where growth comes from. And like... The argument is just like, why, you know, why, whether, whether you believe in God or not, with higher power or whatever it is, like, why would God do such a thing to me? It's like, this may sound absolutely insane to some people, but this is kind of how I think. I think that we are all souls and we're having an experience on earth. And I think that we choose to come to earth. And I think that, honestly, I believe that we choose our circumstances. I believe it's one of those things like going to college to learn, you know, to be a doctor. It's just like you come to earth to, to, to learn how to tap into that vibration of that energy. Whether it's if you... Very hard for me to explain this because I'm not an expert in spirituality and all that stuff but I believe that we choose the lives that we're living and when we start remembering that is when we start experiencing happiness if that makes sense or when we fully accept ourselves for who we are and love ourselves if that makes sense <laughs> So, resilience is about tapping into unknown places, um, going down the path of most resistance, you know, rather than the path of, le path of least resistance. It's because... You want to challenge yourself. You want to face things head on. You don't want to take the easy road in life. You know, you don't want handouts. That's not where, that's not where growth comes from. And I know this from experience. Because I've been given a shit ton of handouts in my life. My true happiness is coming from me stepping outside of my comfort zone, putting myself in uncomfortable situations, learning from those situations. Now I know how to put in a freaking alternator. You know, now I know what not to do. 
now I know if I ever break down in the national forest, what to do, what I have to do, what steps I have to take. I have two dogs. So it's like yesterday, just killed a mosquito. Sorry. (laughs) Yesterday I had to arrange a rental car that allowed dogs. And then I had to take the rent. No. Yeah. So I had to get to the rental car. So I had to get a taxi service. So I had to talk to the taxi service and make sure they can take my two dogs with me. So I had to take the taxi to the rental car service and the rental car service. But luckily my van started up. So I didn't have to do all that. But like I was arranging all that. I literally just jumped on it like that. No hesitation. And like, yeah, I know some of you are saying like, yeah, okay, that's dealing with, you know, situations in life and blah, blah, blah. But like, what I'm saying is you get into these patterns in your life where you're, you know, doing the same thing every day where it's, you know, going to work and then you're going to the same places with your friends or going to the same stores and blah, blah, blah. And like you're just experiencing the same things over and over again. And like when I started coming out into the world and into nature and like absorbing everything that's when growth started happening and it's you know driving down dark dark roads that you don't know where they lead to and then pulling up to a dark spot in the middle of the woods and there's not a light around and it's completely dark and you're like okay i'm gonna sleep here now (laughs) and You wake up in the morning and it's the most beautiful place you've ever seen in your life. And you're just like, wow, (laughs) what was I afraid of? You know, oh, you'll get eaten by a bear. You'll get eaten by a wolf or somebody will come up on you with a gun and kill you and blah, blah, blah. It's like all that negative shit that's thrown at you to keep you in your safe little bubble, not experiencing the world. But I think I'm getting off the topic of resilience right now. (laughs) So. Man, I've been going for 24 minutes straight now. That really makes me happy. I was not able to go that long before. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the podcasts are starting to flow and I'm starting to have more in my head. Yeah, so uh, back to resilience. Um, And like. Like there is like, a few points during this week where I, you know, had to ask myself, what am I doing? What is this doing for me? You know, I've spent all my money, you know, that's why I have to sell my van, so I can continue to live this lifestyle that I want to live. But it can't be what it was before, where I was just hanging out not doing anything like I gotta start making moves you know then that's the big question like is this lifestyle helping or is it harming 
but talking about it and thinking about it has a bigger impact than you know than we may realize so it's one of the reason why I, I wanted to get on my podcast and talk about it <laughs> but yeah I've had a few moments where I've honestly considered turning around and going back to New Jersey just because it would be so easy for me um you know and I get responses like oh there's no shame in that and blah 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 and but to me that's not necessarily taking a step back but it's it's not a step forward in my book my growth has come from me leaving New Jersey even though I literally have a warehouse where I can build a van I have all my tools there (laughs) and I'm still like some of you are just like yeah you're an idiot but and I'm still sitting here in bend trying to get my van together now I can't even go to the DIY cave to finish the cabinet faces because I don't know if my van's going to make it there or not um I feel like there's a loose connection or something with something in there that's not fully charging the battery. But it sucks that I'm talking about my van and the problems and I'm actually selling it. So, But know that there's nothing wrong with the engine or anything like that. It was just a part was put in by an amateur and he's having professionals try to take a look at it next week. So everything's fine with the van. I think the ch- like having the attitude like uh what am I trying to say here like like everything's a challenge almost you want to look at it like everything is a challenge like your mindset you want to go into it with everything is a challenge if that makes sense like with everything that happened to me this week with my van I look at it as a challenge that happened to teach me so I can handle this situation in the future because what if I buy a van you know brand new and you know dummy me makes a mistake buying this van and not really you know checking it out completely and blah 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 and it needs new belts it needs new you know it needs a new alternator it needs a new battery and stuff like that it's like okay now i don't have to spend money to take it to a guy to do it it's just like yeah everything that happened last week <laughs> happened to teach me and it happened for a reason and honestly that's just how i'm looking at it and it's how you have to look at situations now some of you may say okay well, what about death you know my friend died or my you know my mom died or something like that like that's a whole different level of lesson in life <laughs> 
you know, I started experiencing death. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had my first real death when I was 15. My buddy died of leukemia. And that was really hard at a young age to look at, to see your friend in the casket. Um, so young. And, um, yeah, his name was actually Van. Uh, yeah. My Instagram, the first name, it was called Van Zesis. And that was his name, Van Zesis Lascos. And, um, yeah, he was a big part of, he's been a big part of my life. And he's taught me to live life to my fullest. So, it's just kind of one of those things. Like, I can, you know, keep going on with deaths and friends and stuff that I've lost. There was one specific year. That's why I lost all my weight um, past year and a half. Literally lost, like seven friends in a row like boom 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 and they weren't just like people that I knew like these are my friends life and I had a moment um when I was at the base near Shasta Mount Shasta and it was one of those things where I looked out and I just lost it and it was just like I'm looking at this insane scene scenery and i'm just doing the why why am i here why me why not them why did they leave why you know what is my purpose you know really like and i think those moments are important and Instead of looking at it as a sad thing, I look at it as maybe, you know, this is my opportunity to inspire others to live fully. So, you know, because we're all going to die one day, sooner or later. We have to live life to the fullest. If we're not happy doing what we're doing every day, we need we need to change that. We need to do everything it takes to change it. Maybe that maybe that's what my next podcast will be about is how if you want to get into van life, how you should, you know, basically do it and how you can do it, how I did it. I mean, yeah, I, I talked about that in a different episode, but like ways that you guys can do it like down to getting rid of your tv everything selling everything you own yeah maybe that'll be a new podcast episode we'll see but hope i made sense during this podcast i'm gonna listen back to it and see if i did um but yeah i got my website is up and going so exciting um i haven't posted it yet but once i get all the finishing touches going i will be posting my new website which will have my 
um, information about me, um, links to my podcast, it'll have van plans, um, I'm gonna put so much stuff in there, I'm gonna have merch, stuff with Interstoke podcast, stuff for dogwood conversion vans, um, it's called dogwood conversions, is my van building company, um, yeah, I think you can guess why I picked the name Dogwood. Because <laughs> I am a carpenter, I love wood, and I have two amazing doggies that I love. They're laying in a tent waiting for me. So, website is up and going. Well, almost up and going. I'm going to get merch. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just kind of... Starting the next chapter in my life. Mm. Investing in myself. Which feels really good. You know, not investing in other people. Making other people money. You know, there's... I was having a conversation with my friend about this. Seth, actually. Seth's the man. He won't mind if I talk about this. But it was like one of those things where when do we stop and when do we become, we become our own bosses? You know, like, if you're constantly learning a specific trait or something, when do you stop? I mean, you're always learning. You can always learn and but when do you stop pursuing that, you know, constantly and focus on, you know, being the boss of your life or the boss of your business or whatever it want, what it is, you know, hope that makes sense. Maybe I'll talk about that in the next podcast. But anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Um, I love all of you. Um, send me some feedback. Um, love the messages I get been really slacking on the instagram lately and messaging people and all that stuff but i just kind of need a break from all of it Mm. might seem a little off but that's only because there's a lot of shit going on in my mind and you know you guys understand (laughs) anyway um yeah let's try to keep those stoke levels high and yeah I'll see you guys on the next one. Oh, we're live. Song's called The Artist in the Ambulance by Thrice. Slacky, the tires squeal Red light can't stop So I spin the wheel My world goes black before I Feel an angel lift me up And I open bloodshot eyes Into fluorescent white Flip the siren, hit the lights Close the doors and I am gone I've realized that empty words are not enough 
left here with the question of just what if I to show except promises I never kept. I lie you shaking on this bed to the weight of my regrets. I hope that I will never let you down. And I know that this can't be more than just flashing lights and sound. Look around and you see that at times it feels like no one really cares. Gets me down. Good night, everybody. Or good morning, whatever it is. Good night for me.